0: Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chakra Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah,
1: welcome back to another episode of Chakra Checkup. So last week you alluded to something that sounded very interesting that I wanted to dive deeper into, which was color theory, sound, and healing.
0: Yes. I'm getting more and more fascinated. I've all, of course, I've always been very interested in color. All A lot of the work that I do, not all of it, but most of it has a lot to do with color. But the more that I am toning, the more that I'm meditating, the more I see that The lines between light, color, and sound are not as well defined as we think they are. You mean
1: they're like more symbiotic? Yes.
0: And they blend and change and they influence each other. It's very fascinating to me how that can affect your healing and also your enlightenment and your ability to rapidly accelerate your the opening of your chakras and to move into other dimensional spaces. Cool. For other, those than that, us- ordinary stuff.
1: <laughs> other than that, it's all Abby normal in Marie's world. Of course it is. <laughs> no big deal.
0: <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> well, I find it to be a quite incredible big deal because I'm having some really fabulous Uh, connections and fabulous visions and learning things at a much accelerated rate once I've gotten very much into toning. So I'm very excited about this.
1: Yeah. So for those of us that don't know, what is toning?
0: Well, toning is, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there about toning, making tones, you know, the, the monks have been toning in their you can go on to and listen to Tibetan monks and they'll be sitting there making a sound and that you know, humming or, or chanting, and that is a kind of toning. Basically, it is you're making a sound with your voice, not with an instrument, but with your voice that resonates and starts to rotate and wake up your chakras in a way that they're they become lighter and brighter and you can tune them and get a great deal of energy and opening and to some degree enlightenment. Cause you're going to light get lighter. Okay. Like there's a lot of
1: research out there right now about like different Hertz frequencies of sounds and like listening to them and like crystal bowls and things like that.
0: Well, our body does have a certain hurts and if you can change that hurts uh they found that that can sometimes help with things like cancer other diseases or mental discord or certain things of that nature so i'm not disputing that or replacing that Mm -hmm. Um, and matter of fact there's also essential oils that can do the same thing uh uh frankincense has a much higher hertz than the body's energy so you can rub that on the bottom of your feet and your your the hertz of your body will come up they do that sometimes for cancer patients so there's different ways you can affect that energy in a positive way that can improve your health and can prove the difference is that you want to make a sound that you feel deeply inside your chakras rotating and moving the chakra and moving out from there out of your body okay that's different than having a sound come to you from an outside source i've i have one of the largest singing bowls that you can get it's a giant thing and it'll shake a whole building but for some reason it really doesn't necessarily affect the chakras the same way that Tony does. Okay. It's nice to have. And it, you know, if you have a big crowd and you want to settle them down, I can, you know, hum that thing up and everybody will notice that's for sure. But that's not the same. And it's interesting. The very first time that I drank ayahuasca, when you drink ayahuasca, they say that it takes about 25 minutes or half an hour before you notice anything. And the very first time I drank it, I knew nothing about it. I drank this little cup of ayahuasca. It was, you're supposed to walk back to your seat. I'm walking back to my seat. And, and I have mentioned this, I think, in other podcasts. But, and I literally had a voice say to me, little sister, let me sing to you about the flowers. And then this musical scale went shooting across the room, and there was notes on the scale. And there was also a colored light following the notes. And then the voice said, don't follow the music, follow the overtones. And then there was a, an additional purple light, I, you know, I went, you know, cool, <laughs> good start. <laughs> But well, what does that mean? Yeah, well, you know, I'm not musical at all. I really am not. And I don't even have a great voice for singing or anything like that. I'm just not musical. And but I'm like, cool, this is this is gonna be fun, you know. <laughs> um, but at any rate, um, but I really didn't understand that until fairly recently when I got very serious into toning. Because when I started toning, the angels Probably because they couldn't stand to listen to me. Start, <laughs> started toning with me. And then I started seeing this this multiple sound, a sound that had more dimension and how it had this overtone to it. And the overtone, you have the you have a bass sound, you have a modulating sound, you have an overtone, and that starts to drive. The Kundalini energy in your body and also the color. And you can then modulate your chakras, open up your chakras and get things to move and vibrate. And it's a tremendous tool because it's easy to do and it's fast. You don't have to worry about quieting your mind because you're too busy toning. Uh-huh. You know, it's non linear, it's non verbal there's no argument you're just making a sound okay so I'm curious what
1: because you just started toning kind of recently but what made you want to start this up again and get back into it I'm not
0: really sure it's another one of those things that just <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna you try should... this today why not you should do this now <laughs>
0: You know, and I promise when you know, I'll do some toning on this in in this, but I promise when I started, I did sound sound like a dying rat. It was awful. So Mm -hmm. if you're out there, you know, the people are out there when you start, you're not probably going to sound very good. But here's the thing. If you have a chakra that is kind of you've got a lot of anger or suppressed energy, or you've had trauma in the chakra and It's going to be the hardest one for you to tone. However, the more you tone it, the better it gets. And the better you get, it gets the easier it is to tone. Okay. So it's a completely positive biofeedback. Okay. It's a total plus plus. You don't lose anything from doing it. So the more that you're doing this, then the better it is for you. Okay. And you don't need to tone for hours, so it's very hard to do that. It takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of breathing, and most people aren't going to be able to tone for more than probably 15 minutes to start. On my longest sessions, I tone for maybe 45 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. But that's when, you know, more unusual, most of the time I'm toning for about 20 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. 20, 30, something like that nowadays. Okay in my mind part of what i'm doing why i'm doing this toning is to to add color and light to my chakra system
1: because you were saying it kind of shakes out the the bad energy the anger or any dark entities or thought forms that we have in them
0: yes it definitely will it definitely is a quick way to clean things up it's going to it'll clean up energy and and then it will generate natural light your natural light okay so if the natural color of your heart chakra is gold and but you've been feeling depressed because you're heartbroken or something like that and you were toning the heart chakra it's going to tend to lighten up or repel the dark energy and make the gold more gold okay and i think to a great degree people when they're toning for themselves they will see it really yes so if you're setting and you're toning and you're doing this and you're focusing on the color of your chakra you'll see as you're toning you see it change so how do we make these sounds and
1: how are they different for each chakra
0: every chakra has a certain uh, it is a certain range there is a range and it does go slightly higher when you go higher when i first started toning i thought i had to go really really high note wise and i was having trouble with that because i don't have i don't have a really low voice and i don't have a really high pitch range so i was having difficulty toning all the chakras then the, Then the angels were showing me, you don't have to do that. You just change the modulation a little bit of the sound till you feel it in your chakras. So it's like finding the right tone and finding it in a way that it vibrates. And, And you can feel it when it does. And you can feel it when it doesn't.
1: Okay. So everyone might be a little bit different
0: everyone's going to be a little bit different and like sometimes if you're like I said if that chakra is really blocked you might like you, you can't hold a sustained note in that chakra you keep coughing or stopping or choking or something because <laughs> you're you're reflecting kind of what's going on you know and then you know you keep coming back to it and then it gets better okay and the other thing about this that I think is so very cool is that the angels really seem to be very attracted to this kind of activity. So sometimes all of a sudden I'm singing with two or three angels. And it's like, I, I feel like I'm, I've, got, I've got, a, got a chorus with me. Oh, that's very cool. It's very cool. And, and then Sometimes it just suddenly you cha- change, or I change, you you will probably will too, quickly change dimensions. One time when I was doing that, I was toning the crown chakra, this was a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden I was just suspended in aquamarine light, like I was not on the ground, but just suspended in aquamarine light, and there were brilliant orange flames all around me. And it was just crystal clear, and I went, "Wow, this is really different." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Out of all the times you say that, I'm always wondering what's different in the different world of all of the different things that you see.
0: <laughs> well, it's one I hadn't seen before, and and you know, and then I then I was doing some research about orange flames, and then I found one reference that said that orange flames burn away karma that keeps you from becoming enlightened so i thought well i'll go with that definition yeah (laughs) that may not be what that was supposed to mean but maybe it did i don't know it but it was really amazing and 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 it was really beautiful
1: if only the angels handed out guidebooks for symbolism (laughs) and definitions that would make everything a lot easier to figure out when that
0: yes One of the things that I'm trying to do right now is to find keys to turn off autoimmune diseases. And I have some people that I'm working with that have various different autoimmune diseases. And in my mind, I want to find what it takes to, you know, these are things that turn on the people they're well, and then they're not well, Mm -hmm. but I think that it could also be turned off. Mm -hmm. and I think that sound might be a big factor in that sound light and color I'm sure are so it's a matter Mm -hmm. of finding the right the right combination of the right key to 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 turn that off right to the puzzle yes exactly so to that end I've been toning through the avatar of a couple of people that have autoimmune diseases as experiment, you know, kind of experimenting. So I just hold up their avatar, that their, their chakra chart that I do, and I tone through it. They're not even with me at the time, but they are having some improvement.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. And of course I'm encouraging them to tone also for the same reason. It's I really do think that you can change things by toning. And I know when I was teaching years ago, when I was teaching shaman workshops, sometimes when someone had something very stuck, I would just come up and tone right through their chakra. And it seemed to like shake things up enough to, you know, release the energy. Okay. So it's a kind of a way of just, you know, we're not going to think about it anymore. We're just going to change it up. Do
1: you want to give us an example? Like I bet 90% of everyone listening has
0: an issue with their second chakra. Well, let's do the solar plexus chakra. Okay. That's p- even that's even more common. Okay. And and I think it's an easier one for people to feel. And I think that so so what I'll do is I'll start toning the solar plexus chakra, and it'll take a minute to to kind of like hit it. But then people, everyone out there should feel it in their solar, or most people. Of course, not you, Angela, but I mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just not hitting the right tone for me. It just doesn't uh-huh. to, right.
0: You know, but, I'm,
1: I'm a special case of a different uh, frequency.
0: Okay, so I'll give you an example. Let me sit up here and sip a little water. so we'll 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 do an example of toning the solar plexus chakra okay which is which is you know below your rib cage that's your belly and that's normally in a sunny yellow color if it's really healthy and has to do with manifesting your material world okay okay oh.
1: didn't feel anything. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you didn't. (laughs) So it
0: sounds great in theory. But most of the time what you'll feel is you'll feel like a warmth in that in the area of your belly and you'll feel like a vibration starting in from the the center. Okay. out i noticed when i was in brazil and i think i've talked about this before but when an angel's talking or the sound comes from the inside of your chakra and moves out Uh uh-huh and the closest thing to that that i have found is toning that moves the energy from the inside out that's very cool and so you want to you want to like shake up the chakra in a way and vibrate it in a way that the sound is intense on the inside of your chakra and vibrates out. Okay. So how do you make that sound
1: or what would you do differently to fluctuate your voice?
0: You know, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I was just like toning around the, you know, the usual boring way. And the angels started toning with me. And, uh-huh. but then when I've talked to other people about trying it and trying it and tell, asking their angels to do it, they say that also happens. They start to get a, a more of a vibrating, oscillating tone. Okay. So I think that you have to practice it a little bit. Okay. And def- definitely mine changed a lot when the angels started toning in with me, they will help you find that you know so it's a very good way people always wanted to connect to their angels it's a very very good way to do that cool and and then you begin to another place that is 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 very tight for people is in the throat chakra
1: I can actually feel oh well
0: <laughs> <laughs> and actually i see color now i was seeing color when i was doing that what kind of colors i was seeing a, a vivid green and a vivid pink color
1: okay what does that mean
0: well green is uh is, is love he's healing it's the heart energy uh pink is uh, empathy is um kindness empathy and sometimes power
1: okay yeah i think color theory is super fascinating and that's definitely something i'd like you to talk you know logo and everything like yellow and red because it like promotes hunger so it makes people want to buy more food but well yellow or red probably doesn't mean that people are hungry in their chakra systems
0: well in a way that does i mean yellow is generally it has to do with uh mental uh, with with intelligence and and knowledge and learning but nothing makes you more hungry than when you're thinking okay the more you know a lot of
1: calories doing
0: it yeah anybody that's ever gone to college you know you hit the books and then you are starving because your brain will you know burn more calories than anything if you really get your brain active you, you get hungry when you're thinking a lot and it's the same thing when you do a powerful shaman thing or, or a meditation or something, and you come out and you're like, Wow, oh, I want to eat something. So it makes sense that they would use yellow. Uh red is a power color, it's assertion and it's uh power energy and survival, you know. So I mean that's a good 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 message to put up there. Come here, you'll be powerful, you'll survive. We've got what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it work for him, too. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. And sometimes when I see somebody that has in their crown chakra on the masculine side a huge amount of, you know, yellow and, and white and bright red, then I know I'm I'm looking at a pretty high-powered, intelligent person that's probably, you know, very mentally active.
1: Okay. And then you always mention you know, an aquamarine blue light, but what significance does that have?
0: Well, aquamarine is probably one of the most healing colors out there. And it's interesting. I am I use a lot of gold light, but also a lot of times when I have had instantaneous healing, what I've seen leap from my hands was aquamarine light. Um, aquamarine is the color of Archangel Michael. And the Archangel Michael is very available to help people to heal to fight off darkness for protection more than i think any other angel although i don't mean to you know maybe just the angel you have the most experience with (laughs) but you know um so it's just a very very powerful color and it seems to be that when you do get into a lot of healing work or you're doing a lot of psychic work. You're going to see that color a lot. It's going to become more prevalent. Okay. And it is associated with a a high amount of clearing energy and healing energy. It's what in our, how to get rid of your ex it's aquamarine circle. That's what uh, Phyllis crystal taught me in terms of cleaning up and separating something when you don't want to be around something that's dark, it's protective so it's it's you know really good, and people that have that as a birthstone or something, they probably should wear it.
1: For but the rest it, of us not born in, well,
0: you're out mind. of luck. No, they, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably be good for everybody to be wearing aquamarine. It'd be it's good to wear one that is at least well. They're usually pretty big, but at least a carrot and have it be touching your skin. Uh huh. The, the in order for gemstones to be effective energetically they need to be touching your body yeah so you almost have to have them set upside down so the plate the the table of the stone can be resting on you know like on your skin somehow
1: well there's definitely different ways to set stone so you can have that happen yeah but
0: at any rate yes aqua very very powerful and um and it's also very beautiful and i you know i don't intend to see it but it just is there just like i saw myself the other day s- submerged in aquamarine light that wasn't my intention but that's where i wound up
1: uh huh what are the meanings of some of the other colors you see in these chakra readings
0: um quite often in people that are more evolved i'll see orchid and it seems to be most closely associated with their someone that has a really genuine ability to connect to their angels or to spirit. Okay. And oftentimes I'll see it in conjunction with the kind of a spike going out of their crown chakra and up higher into uh, higher realms. Okay. So that's why part of the reason I get that impression with that. A lot of times you'll see um, Royal blue, which has to do with, both it's it's kind of a combination between the heart and the third eye because it's very it's it's very closely associated to uh psychic vision but also empathy so a lot of times when i see that i know now we've got a person that's going to be in trouble because they're too empathetic and why is that a bad thing well people get too much into other people's energy and then they're they're because they care so much and then they're bringing home all kinds of entities and and then they feel like crap and it's hard to get them out of it a lot of times i just had a conversation yesterday and someone said well i've seen it you say that and i know that i do that but i've been doing it since i was two so why should i not do that Mm -hmm.
1: okay i've been doing it since i was two how do i change that habit and not do that anymore
0: Right. And part of it is just really intending not to do it. I mean, a lot of times there are very empathetic people out there and they, they, they've just, just like this person told me, they've done it forever. So why shouldn't they do it? Of course, the person also told me they had their thyroid taken out. They feel like crap and they're tired all the time. Uh huh. Um, so that's part of the why is that you bring home so much stuff and it's just not good for your physical health it's just not good for your physical health it's not good for your spiritual health and you know you'll have feelings and you'll think it's you and then you start to have doubts am i a spiritual person or not if i'm a spiritual person how come i feel so angry or how come i feel so sad and probably it's not yours Mm -hmm. and that's the problem with the difference between being sympathetic and empathetic your empathy is there for you to feel what's good or bad for you okay if you suddenly see something or feel something or have a feeling or a voice says you should do yoga then you feel it does that feel like that's really what i should be doing yes it does okay or no, it doesn't. So why do I have that voice? I have to, I'll have to check that out. That's what your empathy's for. For your personal use. Not to go into other people's stuff.
1: Okay.
0: You know, I see these different colors. And then it tells a story about where this person is. And where they're having problems in their chakras. But I'm beginning to be more and more convinced that one of the ways that you can quickly change or the energy of the chakra is to tone just like you could feel that in your throat chakra we're, we're three three thousand miles away you can feel that in your throat chakra and that means it is changing moving modulating your throat chakra in a positive way yeah and you started off saying that you
1: thought that the sounds and the colors have like a symbiotic relationship like what did you mean like how are they related
0: well we have a regular a, a regular energy that we get from our first chakra we get it from the earth we kind of charge up our ourselves psychically this is, of course works much better if you're in your body but as the sun rises as you wake up your body starts to charge itself up Psychically, from your first chakra to your second chakra, all the way up your body, but you also have a kundalini energy. It's a it's a little bit more sophisticated, a lot more powerful, and it's a kind of an energy that is very electric and very. It's very interesting. It's very powerful, and and kind of goes through the chakras and really, kind of snaps everything attention and aligns your chakras. Now I notice that when I am toning, a lot of times that if or get in sync with two or three chakras toning in a row, that the energy almost takes on it takes on this movement like a cobra. That's why they call Kundalini like cobra energy. but it's also the energy of the infinity. So it's like an an ascending of infinity. This movement going back and forth and looping. Or like a cobra might be moving sort of back and forth. And the sound will start to create the movement. And the movement will affect the light. So you can start to follow with me, I follow with my mind, I follow the movement as I'm making the sound. And the more I'm following the movement will change the sound a little bit. And then that changes the color of the light. Okay, I don't know if I'm completely following you for that. Well, it's a little bit tricky. But basically, it's kind of a it's a concentration, and when you're making the sound, and I have my eyes closed, and I'm following this energy, mm-hmm. and and I will see this, you know, this light, most common white or purple light, and it's moving. The light is moving, kind of in balance with the sound, and the pattern it moves in is like an infinity like a sideways infinity or somewhat like you know like a cobra would and it starts to ascend in your chakras okay so i'll see if i can give you a sense of that
1: yeah should we close our
0: eyes yeah close your eyes
1: not if you're driving but you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't do not do this while driving or operating (laughs) heavy equipment (laughs) or taking pizza out of the oven whatever Okay, so what I'll do is I will be tone the third eye mm-hmm. and then and see if you can notice when I switch, and then I will oscillate up into chakra.
1: And how would we know when you switch? Just because you'll, of,
0: it'll you'll, change color? It might change color, but you should f- more, you should be able to feel it. You should feel the change. There'll be a little bit of change in sound. But there also you should be able to feel it some people will actually feel in the crown chakra you'll feel kind of a rising energy and that's when you're feeling like the, this kund, kundalini energy okay okay all right i'll start with the uh, third eye chakra Ooh.
1: So when did you do the switch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell.
1: No, but what I could, what I like hear when you're toning is this reverberation, like your voice shifts into, and it sounds more like sparkles or something.
0: <laughs> well, uh, it's hard for me to de- describe, but basically it's, it's, just, it's a more, it's a more of an affinity and then it it and then it's it it actually turns lighter, whiter. Okay. And in this case, actually, I was seeing a, a a lotus flower for some reason.
1: Oh, interesting. So, what do you think the lotus
0: flower means? I don't know. Pretty flowers on water. This <laughs> <laughs> is maybe a similar color and energy to what I was toning, but uh, just.
1: Is it my my lotus flower tattoo?
0: Maybe that that I'm sure that's it. <laughs> All
1: about me, obviously. Obviously.
0: <laughs> but uh, usually it's just a it's a different tone and it's a it's a different energy and a lot of times people can feel when the switches. When you want to learn to do this, the thing to do is to just start to go. Okay, I'm gonna do my throat chakra oh okay that's closer it's starting to i can feel a vibration now oh okay maybe i need to be higher maybe i need to be deeper okay you know like that and and figure it out okay so now i've got the deeper sound so And then you're like, okay, now I'm feeling it in my throat. And you find what works for you. Then you try to hold that, which is making that move. Okay. And making that vibrate. And then while you're doing that, think of the color of what's in your throat chakra. If you have a crystal in your throat chakra, think of that crystal. If you have gold in your throat chakra, think of that gold light. And see if that at that time when you're thinking of that, Does that make that toning easier or the sound deeper? I think you'll find that it does. Okay. And then you'll follow that vibration.
1: Yeah. So I kind of just want you to run through that exercise, like for each chakra, because we haven't gone over the root chakra, the second chakra or the crown chakra or the heart.
0: Well, it's the same thing. Okay. So if we're doing our heart chakra, it's going to be, you know a mid tone, so you just start in and just think. Whoa. Find something starting to vibrate like that. Okay. If you're starting to feel the vibration, then then you're getting closer. Then, if you want it to be stronger, try to go deeper, like. Yeah, that I feel. Yeah. So come out, go in to your chakra. Think of it vibrating out, and the light in your chakra expanding. And your second chakra is the same concept. It's usually a tangerine color. It's a it's a much deeper uh, resonance. And it's a bit more oscillating, so it's a. You feel energy in your second chakra?
1: Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Try doing it along with me.
1: <laughs> okay, how
0: do how do I do this? It's just the a deep deep resonating tone. It's like go. A... So you tell you drop. till you feel heat and energy moving around in your in your second chakra. Okay, I'm having a total hot flash now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little deeper still for your first chakra. Oh. <sighs> Okay. Okay, crown chakra. So if you're doing your crown chakra, it's easier to transition from your third eye, but if you're just gonna go into your crown chakra, think light, think light, think gold light, think connection to spirit, think of you in your most divine state. Okay. Okay. And then just like that easiest as pie <laughs> you see color that time uh, oh yeah i've just seen color now like whoa i'm in a rainbow <laughs> <laughs> well and the other thing about doing uh, doing tony is it makes you feel happy
1: okay that's a good <laughs> bonus
0: yeah. Even a few minutes of doing toning you feel happy, you know? So if I get off the phone with somebody that's in really had a hard time and we've been going over all the misery of their life or something, then I can sit down and tone and I feel better. And sometimes I tone for them and they feel better. Yeah. That's good too. You know, I do tone for people, but it is better if they're toning for themselves Uh huh. because they're going to more deeply feel it in their body and they're going to more deeply feel the, the response. And It's just something that, again, costs you nothing. Please don't go to YouTube and find a toning course. You know, do it by (laughs) yourself. (laughs) Because that's how you're going to really learn. It's listening to yourself, listening to your angels, sitting there, be brave. And listening to your own body. And listening to your own body and, and seeing the colors and feeling what you're feeling. And find your way. And I think that's, you know... We, we have all of this inside of us. It's here for you. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember any of the masters saying in the future there will be YouTube and you can go there for enlightenment. <laughs> 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 not that there might not be useful information there. But in this case, you're better off just to try and, and do it. Yeah. Now you just made
1: me curious of like what kind of YouTube <laughs> videos are on about toning
0: only you would do that Angela
1: <laughs> only me I bet other people are like I wonder what else you tell me not to do something and that's the first thing that you want to do <laughs> all
0: right don't don't go home and tone <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: here you go <laughs> here you go chakra toning practice oh vowel sounds
0: consonants
1: open resonant tones there could be other good tips out there we'll see. okay
0: well okay Go to Who that knows? first, come back to me later. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever works. Feel it first. As I said. Feel it. Trust your feeling. Yeah. So if it feels like that's where you belong, then probably that's where you belong.
1: Like as far as the the sound that you're making and feeling it in your body.
0: More or also where you get your where you get your training from.
1: Okay. Yeah. Both.
0: No, you definitely want to follow the feeling. You know, the this is it. the idea. This is very... Uh, toning's a very in-body experience. It's interesting. It's a very in-body experience that will shift you into another location, another dimensional location faster than anything I've ever seen. Well, that sounds fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I was doing... I was toning for someone the other day, and all of a sudden, I was on the astral I mean boom I was like whoa where where am I now this is interesting it was such a quick transition and it was so clear and I saw this person sitting on this platform meditating and there was so much energy between me and that person and moving in the room that I just thought wow I don't even dare move and it turned out that it was the same person I was working on I just had never seen a picture Hmm. and after when i talked to him and he said i'll send i'll send a picture you don't even know what i look like do you and i said no i have no idea what you look like so he sent a picture and i said yep that was you mm, cool so he was probably meditating and i was toning on him and it just popped me into the same space and we were both on the astral so it was very interesting cool. and it was and see angels have a sense of humor because i had talked to him earlier that day and i said yeah i'll talk to you on the astral later (laughs) (laughs) i was making a joke but (laughs) so there you go that's now see that's how angels talk to you that's how they they tend to do things like that (laughs) hold me to it yeah (laughs) this is just a really really good tool you know people say to me i have all this power and i don't know what to do with it i don't know where to start." Toning is a very good place to start. It's a very good place to use the power that you have, to use the energy that you have, to awaken you to who you are and start to see possibilities that you have never seen. Yeah. I have toned on the phone for several people that had never seen anything and they saw something when I was toning the third eye chakra. Cool. That means that you can change your ability to see with your third eye in about less than one minute. Yeah, I
1: would love to hear if anyone listening to this episode throw a comment our way if you saw or felt anything while
0: mom was toning. Or if you have questions about toning or anything else. We had a couple questions, didn't we, Angela, that we should answer. So, we did
1: have a couple of people that called in and gave us some questions. So, we can play some of those now. So, here's Amy.
3: Hello, ladies. This is Amy from Boston, Massachusetts. And oh my gosh, there's so many things I want to talk about (laughs) and thank you for, from um, my personal readings with Marie to working on soul retrievals and practicing sacred sexuality with my husband. Your work has literally been life-changing, and I appreciate so much of your insight and uh, knowledge. Love listening to the podcast. I do have a specific question Um, It's about astral travel and lucid dreaming. So I've never really been a great sleeper, and I'm realizing that, like, my mind is very active. A lot is going on, and I'm trying to discern a little bit between the recurring dream possibility and more of traveling. Hey, it's Amy again. So the question's about astral travel versus just like recurring dreams. And in a lot of these experiences, I'm like battling something very physical, very violent battle. It's me versus like a darkness or um, something evil. And they're usually in human form. They're not a big, scary monster, but it's definitely a physical and kind of upsetting battle where I'm trying to kill something often. Is this an actual experience or is this just a dream? Also what is the probability that I would be meeting a a human on the astral regularly? Um, I keep on seeing this boy who's now a man that I grew up with. And I don't talk to him regularly. I don't even think about him regularly. But he is in so many of these experiences. And we're sort of trying to connect emotionally, lovingly. Um, it's, It's really interesting. And I'm wondering, you know, am I meeting him there for a reason? I'd love your insight. Thank you
0: okay well let's take this in two parts if you are having a reoccurring astral situation where you're battling darkness you probably are battling darkness that doesn't sound like that's a, a personal thing it sounds to me more like you're just doing light work on the astral there are people that do that as on a regular basis if that is a becoming disturbing to you or or bothering you then you should tell your angels that you either want more protection or you don't particularly want to do that kind of work and see if that changes or in what way it changes i've met over the years many many psychics that say i i'm battling darkness all the time on the astral and it would be in human form but it could be demons in human form it usually is in human form but you do usually have a sense you're not dealing with a human and that's sounds like what amy's saying so she what what amy's describing is consistent with what i've seen and what i also what i've heard from other people
4: okay
1: and then what about part 2 of her meeting someone that she knows
0: it's very possible that you can meet someone that you know and care for and love. I had some friends that dated on the astral, literally had never met and dated on the astral a series of, you know, like 30, 40 dates. And then they met in church and they got married that week. They had already known each other. They'd, they'd done everything together on the astral. And then they then they met and they said, wow, you're real. Let's get married. <laughs> yeah so that's not uncommon you probably have a more extensive relationship with this person than what you had physically in this lifetime and so you're meeting up and you also may be doing similar again similar activity or work together when you are on the astral so you just tend to be attracting each other but it's not surprising and it's definitely can happen
1: Cool. Okay, so we've got a couple more. Here's one Okay. From Iris.
4: Hi, Marie. My name is Iris. And um, I was just listening to your podcast on Pandora. And you guys were talking about entities. And, well, I think that I have several, maybe. Um, I've gone through some trauma. But I think my main one is... I um have an alcohol addiction and I'm working on trying to get it removed. But my question is my husband, um, he also has an alcohol problem. And so me meditating and trying you know, trying to remove that entity, um, would I be able to get that back since I'm with my husband and he's an alcoholic? Um, I don't want to force him to do anything. I kind of want him to do it on his own. Um, I did mention it to him.
1: So she cuts off. I am realizing with these voice messages that there's a one minute time limit. So longer ones, people are having to call in twice.
0: Did she call in a a second time? She did not. Okay. So, well, let's talk a bit about what she's talking about. Generally, when someone thinks they have an entity, they do. Uh, Most of the time, I'd say about 90% of the time, anytime I've told someone they had an entity, they said, I know, I I already knew I had that. So generally, when someone says they have an entity, they probably do. So if she's identifying that energy, she probably does. And and possibly it's serious, whether or not she has two or three, probably not but when you feel like you have something then it's hard to define it there are addiction type entities and they are so cl- they are also closely associated with suicide demons addiction and suicide demons are sometimes can be in the same for lack of a better word body or uh, entity consciousness or sometimes separate so they're, they're difficult if you've got one hanging around. The I mean, the best way to get rid of them, of course, is to stop the behavior, The the behavior. If in theory, you have two people that have addictions, and let's say they both have addiction entities, and one person starts to clear their energy and they start to grow into a more enlightened state, but they are still living with that other person. If at some point their relationship degrades, they have a a blowout or anger or they get triggered, it would be very easy for the entity to move from one person to the other and go back and forth because they both have resonance with the same energy. Probably the person would not be enough healed to completely resist that energy and they would tend to get pulled back in or influenced by that negative energy. So it's difficult. I would not tell anybody you have to leave anybody, but at the same time, if you, if you have an addiction and you want to clear it and you're surrounded by another addiction, that's the most difficult circumstance you could probably be in and try to heal. And I I follow the holistic psychologist
1: on Instagram and she just posted something that I'll read off here is addiction is attempt to soothe and avoid in years working with substance abuse one pattern is clear deep pain. In 2019, a study was published from two decades of research showed childhood trauma as the primary driver of addiction and mental illness, which is why it's important to focus on healing of the inner child and young development parts to take responsibility to reparent ourselves. So I feel like this is where soul retrievals would really come in handy.
0: Yes. Yes. Because if you go back and get that injured, wounded, young child- Bring that piece back, then it's going to be a lot easier to resist the the need or want or desire to participate in the addiction.
1: Right. Okay. Next question, we've got an Abba Bishops.
2: Yeah. Hello. Um. My name is uh, Pastor Bishops Abba from Nigeria. I want to first of all thank you for this wonderful podcast. I've been listening to your messages and honestly you have really expanded my consciousness i've been questioning and becoming more curious outside the christian cycle and i'll really be happy if i can have a if i have the privilege of being mentored by you and teaching me things that will help me to uh be a better pastor or more enlightened minister honestly i also want to know if you have a mentorship classes or you have a Zoom meetings, I would love to be part of whatever it is you're doing. I really have a hunger in my heart that is deep. I really want to learn. I can't even wrap my mind around the experiences you've had, your knowledge of the supernatural, the spirit world. Um I want to sharpen my prophetic intuition, my positive response, and also to once again appreciate you again. For putting this out, you may not have an, you may not even understand how much you've really impacted my life. Thank you very much.
1: Okay, first of all, shout out Nigeria. I just think it's so cool to hear from you guys listening from all over the
0: world. Yes, yeah, so what and what a kind man, really. Yeah, he seems like a very kind individual. Yeah. Um, we plan when I get to Toto Santos, which should not be too far in the future, um, to try to set up. Uh, zoom classes just for that purpose for mentoring teachers and healers so that I don't have to do this all by myself I I'm getting old and pathetic and I'm going to need a lot of people to uh, take my place so we're definitely going to try to work that into some some sort of a program and yeah uh, me
1: and my mom just need to be in the same space because she is not tech savvy at all so I know a lot of the uh, <laughs> The functionality of these classes is going to rely on me. And so I need her to be in the same space that I'm in. But exactly, the best way to hear from us when anything like that would be happening would be to join my mom's mailing list. So you could go to ChakraCheckups.com. And at the bottom of the page, there is... A way to sign up for the news list we will send out those emails before anything like that happens
0: it should take too too long yeah we'll see (laughs) (laughs) i'm still using i'm still trying to figure out my smartphone so yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. one year into an iphone and i've almost got her to figure out how to flip the camera around (laughs) (laughs) there we go (laughs) but yeah i love hearing from you guys so if anybody else has questions or comments just wants to do a shout out we love hearing it so there is a link at the bottom of this podcast description uh voice messages are limited to one minute but go ahead call in as many times as you want we still will listen to it and we'll still play it so yeah other than that have a great day yes thank you very
0: much